Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. <laughs> the path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What's going on, kid? Not much. How are you? Good. Good. Snow cone? Good. Good. Everyone's good. Um, it's t- it, Today's Wednesday, right? It is. I saw, I assume they meant this Thursday, I just saw that the NFL schedule comes out on Thursday. Is it tomorrow? Yeah, I think or? it's out. I think it's out. Oh. No, I saw we're playing in Frankfurt. Okay, so the Chief schedule star. the schedule's out? Yeah. I just... And New Year's Eve, maybe? New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah, right. we're playing Cincy New Year's Eve. Right. Okay, then it's out. So the schedule's out. Because yeah. I was reading we're this thing Miami about Miami and Frankfurt. The right. changes... Miami plays in Frankfurt. Right? Yeah, that's who we play. Right, Miami yeah. and then New Year's Eve, too. We play Cincy and New Year's right. Eve. Yeah. Are they trying to get Because they thought Detroit was going to go to Frankfurt. Mm. Are they trying to get teams over there? Like, is that the goal? Well, I thought originally... on Instagram, there's a, there's a Chiefs Deutschland account, so... I assume they're trying to get something over there. Well, I'm sure they just want to expand the brand. Well, they yeah. right, and but originally I had heard that the goal was like they would love to have a team in Mexico City and a team in London. You know, expand the NFL outside of London's been the, the United big States, push, right? Yeah, I think as far as I know, Mexico City. Yeah, but I know they played in London for however many years they've been having those games, right. and I just didn't know if there was any talk ever of any of these teams that. You know, sometimes you hear rumors that they're for sale or that they're going to leave. That was there ever any rumor? Well, I think of, they oh, certainly see a way to expand. I mean, I mean, whether that's having teams there or not, getting their product there. Mm-hmm. Right. Because other countries don't play American football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in order to get that, you know what I mean? You have to get it in front of them. It's, you know, you watch the World Baseball Classic, and while baseball's not as popular here, they, the NFL can clearly look at that and be like, hey, people in Japan love baseball. Right. Right? Uh, people in Europe play basketball. Well, how do we get our product there without us having, you know, high school kids right. playing mm-hmm. football? How do we do it? So I'm sure that's, you know, whatever that is, is we're seeing the starting processes of that. And I do feel like those markets need a broadcast that encourages uh, understanding from a, you know, 
basically from a, I have no history of knowing anything yeah, about how this sport. Works. They I need Madden was, again. Yeah, exactly. They need someone to say, here's why this is happening. And, right. it, you know, just as simple as it can be, which I've always thought they should do that here too. have a, you know, simulcast. I feel that's like what Nickelodeon is doing. Yeah, that's a good point. Nickelodeon does kind of do that, right? Yeah, I only saw a few minutes of that. Yeah. But, so it says here that this, the full schedule will be released on Thursday, so tomorrow night. So I don't know, but you're right. I did see this stuff about these other games. But I just saw that Patrick Mahomes was upset. You saw the tweet that no. he sent out with the face palm. So he sent out that tweet because they were talking about teams doing two Thursday night football games oh, a season yeah. or whatever. And right. I guess the rumor is that this is all because of Amazon's deal with the NFL. Right. Mm-hmm. Because that deal was, I think it was a 10-year deal. It says somewhere in this article and that it's pretty lucrative. But there's other changes, too. Um, it says the NFL will hold a game on Black Friday for the first time. Well, not all teams are guaranteed to play in a primetime contest, which is definitely, right. I guess, you normally try and fit everybody in there. Another key change is that television networks are no longer entitled to specific games, which, uh, with each make, uh, matchup acting as a free agent of sorts. Which I thought, okay, what does that mean? What like, does that when, mean? You, yeah. when you have CBS does mo- the AFC, right? And then you have Fox gets most of the NFC games. The, the Chiefs, I always watch on Well, CBS. that'll still say the same. Right. I so think. I would assume so. So, what happens? What do they mean by each matchup? becomes uh does that a, mean like that a free agent as of sorts does like that a mean, network could say we want this game yeah. this year well, that's what is it, it sounds after like the me. schedule comes out then a network can say we want this game we're going to broadcast it maybe they can change it yeah i don't know as if, it goes or and we just talked yesterday about games not being blacked out and you know being able how hard it is to watch baseball i guess that was on monday but how hard it is to watch your local baseball team even if you have right M- the mlb whatever and with football, you know, if you don't even have to have cable. If you have rabbit ears, sure. you can usually watch, almost always watch, your local team. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this means that that could become more difficult. No, you don't think so? No, I think what they're saying is that, you know, I don't know, whatever games we would get, and you're like, this game sucks. Maybe they're saying that the affiliates yeah. would be able to pick their game. So instead of so those... maybe it's not even the affiliates, maybe it's the corporate saying, hey, in Kansas City and, you know, yeah. Des Moines and whatever, we want the Broncos game. Maybe that's it. Okay. So, like, you show your local game. So, instead and of the NFL deciding, maybe, maybe they're saying these are free agents. I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. It so, would be smart on the NFL's part to be like, hey, if you want, I don't know, it does, whatever the case may be, if you want Cowboys, Eagles, mm-hmm. you got to pay more. Right. That I mean, would that be sound interesting. Like kind of what they're saying. Yeah, it's just free know, agent, which makes it think. But that would be interesting for sure. Yeah, so they could show, let's say, noon, it's your local game. It's Chiefs-Broncos or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then at 3, CBS could say, okay, now, which one do we want to air? You know, what we'd like is we want to show Josh Allen, so we're going to show Bill's uh, right. Dolphins, right? That's what we want to show. So maybe that's how they do it. They say, these are the games that are available at 3 o'clock. Sounds like it. So which one do you want, and what are you willing to pay? It says that naturally this will generate more revenue for the NFL, which uh, announced that teams can take part in Thursday night football twice. Teams have only been able to make one appearance on Thursday night football in the past, allowing the allocation to be fairly even among the 32 franchises. And Mahomes was not happy with the change. Yeah, this is what I was talking do about. not like that. No, I've heard them complaining about Thursday night football for years. I hate it in general, yeah. Yeah, he said amid reports that the NFL were set to make the change, the Chiefs quarterback took to Twitter to post an emoji of someone facepalming. His issue stems from the difficulty of playing on a Sunday to another game just four days later, even with the 10-day rest uh, after the match. Thursday night football slot has been a talking point since Amazon acquired the exclusive broadcasting rights back in 2021. Their deal lasts for 10 years. Okay, so it's right there. 2023 season. And many believe that the changes are linked to that lucrative Amazon deal. It's not just in my head, right, that Thursday night games in the past have been kind of 
kind of crappy, right? Because they flex those horrible. Yeah, and it's been that way for a couple of years, right? Them, though. Just because it's like every Thursday and every Monday, you're like, who cares? It was like you know. The Jags versus the Titans. Right. Well, the Jags right. got in the playoffs. But is that because well, they, You know what I'm saying. <laughs> two crappy <laughs> teams. Yeah. To help me think of two crappy teams. Uh, the Panthers there. The Jets crappy. and the Panthers. Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, but is it just... It, when they pick those schedules, I wonder, going into a season, were they already like, eh, stick this on Thursday night because they probably won't be very good? Or is it just because Sunday has the ability to flex those primetime games, right? So is that why Sunday night seems to be... More important. Well, I games. think they turned Sunday night. It used to be Monday night. They right. made Sunday it's night the, the focus. So they try to make that the best game. It's yeah. the biggest game of the week. It's the biggest. Right. Isn't yeah. it the biggest television show of the week? Yeah, and that's you Probably. know it's in prime time. That's where they make their money. Yeah, so, I think yeah. it's usually number one. Uh, yeah. So I guess there the rumor is is that the, the getting two games, uh, two Thursday night games a season, has something to do with Amazon. And this deal that the NFL made, they want Amazon to, you know, obviously have better games. Have better games. The NFL will undoubtedly want the bigger and better teams uh, taking part in primetime games, ensuring more games are on the product. Talking about Amazon, I just don't. I mean, the scheduling's got to be really hard. I get it, but to me, like, why not? You have teams on a bye week every week. Give them the Thursday, right? And then they right. have 10 more days right. until that Sunday game, right? It so so easy. Right. Yeah, so they give them uh, a bye week. No, okay, I get They were saying earlier that you so get like, 10 days rest So, like, you get a bye week on that Sunday, you play Sunday. on Thursday. A Thursday team doesn't play the next Sunday. Right. Yeah. So you would to play that Thursday game, you would have time off before yeah. and time after. Just give them that. Yeah, there's right. got to be a way to schedule that. I would think, but, I, you know, I'm sure somebody who does scheduling for the NFL would be like, oh, you think we didn't think of that? You know, GED dropout dickhead. They might not have. Like, I don't know. They might be like, oh, yeah. Punch that schedule in the chat GPT and see what it comes up with. Exactly. Seems, right? Like, yeah. It so seems they, like it would work. They said that after Mahomes got upset about the change, the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell, boo, felt the need to dismiss fears that injuries are more prevalent while playing on Thursday. He said, quote, I don't think we're putting Amazon over our players. The data does not show higher injury rate. I hear from players who also love the 10 days after Thursday night games. I've heard I've just heard players complain about Thursday night games for a long time, however long it's been. I don't know. Seems not that long, but probably like been heard, like ten you know, years. I don't know about it. I've heard Richard Sherman complain. That was the big one. Oh yeah, I remember Sherman getting mad on right. the, and then now I guess Mahomes, Kelsey, right? Kelsey for sure. Both Kelseys on their podcast. Yeah, and I could mainly be thinking of thinking of Richard Sherman when he got up there on. That was a big one. Like you don't care about our yeah. physical, right? You obviously don't care about us. You put, or you wouldn't make us play on Thursdays. Whatever it was that he said. Well, I know I've heard players say that when you're done with a football game, it's like getting in a car wreck yeah. every week, I mean, and you have to recover from that. And if you don't get your full recovery time, you're playing like you're still hurt from a car wreck. Yeah, I can only imagine. I, mean, I don't see, and then TV, by the way, I, I really don't understand some of the other things. They they want to add more games. Like, why do you got to keep doing this? I know. Just it, by the way, I get it. You want more money, a longer yeah, more money. Just give people more bye weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. seems not like, everybody we get had, to like, see more games. There'll right. be more more eyeballs Fans on each would game. Be, right? Would be excited. Like, all, all right. right, so we're gonna play the same amount of games. Yeah, but everybody now gets two bye weeks. Yep. Done. That would be now. We got what twenty weeks? Yeah, and there's more eyeballs on those other games right. because you're not splitting up. You know, you don't have to split up amongst as many people. You've got right. and everybody gets like one bye week in the first yeah. quarter of the season and one bye week in the third quarter of the season because you know when it comes down to the last quarter of the season, you probably want you don't want to give a bye week to a team that's you know in the playoffs or whatever. Yeah. So, well, that would be an well, unfair advantage. What, what, how many games did they play? Well, this I mean, year? it happens now, but whatever. Did they play seventeen or eighteen games this year? 
What was the season? How many actual they games? They it to 17, right? Was it just yeah. one more game? Yeah, okay. I think so. Because I've heard them talk about the think it was rumor that they would go 17. up to 18 yeah. games. So, but okay. just make an extra bye week. Yeah. I mean, that it win- it's a win-win because you get the extra week of ad revenue mm-hmm. and more people watching those mm-hmm. games. Every time I come in here, the uh, who's on Nick's channel? Uh, Cowherd, right? And he's got that yeah. co-host. I don't know that co-host's name. But every Dude, day honest. for the last couple of weeks, I've heard him talking about the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. And I mean, especially mm-hmm. like the last week, I, I don't think he's joking. I keep waiting for He thinks the Jets are going to be killer. He's talking about how excited he's for really the good. season and how good the Jets are going to be with Sons Aaron Rodgers. Gardner. They won like, what, five or six games towards the end of the season there yeah. with it, Mike White as their quarterback. Mm-hmm. If Aaron Rodgers is just above average, they could be really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Jets and, I mean, the Lions... Well, people are talking about. Them. We'll I see. mean, right? You could have both teams potentially. I saw the guy in the draft predict, predict the Lions in the Super Bowl. Who did? Uh, the guy who was doing the commentary for the draft on ESPN. Oh, really? The commentary said guy? Chiefs Lions Super Bowl. That's wow. what he said. What? What wow. would you do in that setting? Root for the Lions. Well, okay, but <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I hate to tell you that, but I mean, you guys have already won several. Like, no, what are right. you talking about? I would expect you to root for the Lions as well. Even if you're from here, just be it like, all be right, tough. you know what? We'll give them one. <laughs> yeah, not a chance. Like my God, not a chance. You really want to beat the Let's in? Just let them win. The Church of Lazlo. Yo, yo, what's going on? Well, add this to the list. Look at that things. over there, Pizza Tasio, bro. Looks good. It's Looks the best really pizza good. in the city. Yeah. Thank you for dropping it off. It is I'm literally, gonna, I, there's no I'm doubt in my mind. That. No, I'm not going to argue that. It's really, really good. And what's amazing about it, too, is the number of times that we've had it at work, mm-hmm. brought it in, and then, you know, we eat a bunch of it, we leave a couple slices, and I go back to it like eight hours later. It's just been sitting there, and it still tastes really good. It's good, it's good, good, good pizza. Uh, there's a new location in Lee Summit, right? Yeah. Pizza Tasio. What about your mom's? Yeah. Uh, I don't know about and that. now, but even more reason city. to go to Lee Summit. Same, same city. Now there's two reasons to go. Add this to the Slim's list. mom and Pizza Tasio, huh? Just let me know when you're done. Pick one up <laughs> before and after, I guess. Uh, done. I don't know. I, should I be? Or, I don't know. I was just asking. I said, what's she like on her pizza? Um, what the, she likes mushrooms. Oh, well, you should know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think she likes. Oh, you know what? She likes Supreme. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, and she definitely likes mushrooms. She likes. Uh, she when I was a kid, my parents always got uh, meat lovers. Mm. Italian, lots of Italian sausage. Meat lover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so again, just let me know. What did you get? That's good. Is that why you, you don't know? get the meat lovers? Is that why you get the pineapple and stuff on it? Because you're like, I, I don't want meat lovers anymore because that's all they got? I don't think I knew that it wasn't my favorite. When I was a kid, I liked it. You know, my parents got it. I don't think they asked me what I wanted on my pizza. I think they just ordered it and then I ate it. I, I probably didn't like vegetables all that much on my pizza, but I don't remember it being a problem. I, I liked it fine. I probably ate the meat lovers and then let the, you know, didn't eat the Supreme would be my guess. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I was older and my brother taught me about He's like, you got to try jalapenos with pineapple mm-hmm. and candy bacon. I was like, I don't want pineapples. He's like, just try a bite of it. And then I was like, ooh, this is pretty good. And that became my thing. Like, my parents didn't like, uh, my parents didn't like sandwiches. Like, they didn't like Subway. So hmm. we never ate that stuff when I was a kid. And then, again, my brother, when he was probably a teenager, or, you know, maybe 20, somewhere around there, he's like, dude, our, our parents were wrong. You know, let me take you to Subway, get a yeah. sandwich. Like, I don't like sandwiches. He's like, yes, you do. You just don't realize it because mom mm-hmm. and dad don't like them, so we never got them. And that opened up a whole new world to me. Like right. what? What did you? Were you allowed to pick what you wanted on your pizza when you were a kid? Did your parents ask what do you want? No, it was pretty basic. They get it the same way. I like it. Like I, I, even though I just added mushrooms now because I worked in a like I've mm-hmm. had every pizza there is known to man because I worked at a pizza place. Yeah. So I've tried it with ranch dressing as the sauce. I've yeah, done yeah. everything. BLT pizza. I've done it all. Yeah. Uh, but when I was a kid, I used to just get double cheese and pepperoni. Okay. 
No, oh, my mom likes black olives a lot, too. That was a big thing. Lots and of black olives. And one thing olives. I did learn here, which is weird, you just say, so if you order a pizza in Detroit, and they say, what do you want on it? You say cheese and pepperoni. Mm-hmm. But here, every time, and it, it happened again when my mom was here with us. We were some maybe like Johnny's or something, and she ordered a slice of pizza, and she was like cheese and pepperoni, and they're like, but you want double cheese and pepperoni? So here you just say pepperoni. Yeah. And cheese comes on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I thought when you said that that you meant you wanted extra cheese. Mm-mm. Yeah. So you were just saying cheese and pe- yeah, you wouldn't say pepperoni. So you you list the you cheese. You would say both well, everything. That's what I want on it. Interesting. Yeah, no, I yeah, just I assume it's... If you just said pepperoni, would it come out with no I'm sure cheese? They would say, no, I'm sure they would give it to you, but you yeah. always say, like, you know, okay. that's just the way people would say it. I don't think they would question it to me. Like, it wouldn't be a weird thing. Yeah. It's but like you start with anytime cheese. I've ever been there, yeah, you start with cheese, and if I want double cheese, then I go double cheese. I'm on pepperoni. Like, I, I'm building this pizza for you. Where yeah. I think, you, you know, here, it might be even more correct. You just say pepperoni, mushroom, whatever. Yeah, I've never said the cheese part. Uh, I definitely, you know, like extra cheese. And some people I've seen in elementary school, they had to get the cheese-free pizza because they were lactose intolerant yeah. or whatever. So, but yeah, I've never, I've never asked for it with the cheese. I just assume it comes with it. Mm-hmm. You know, something else I saw people say was a weird thing. Did you guys see this on Our Kansas City? This was weeks ago. But they were, t- I think the person said, I don't remember where the person said they were from. They weren't from Kansas City. And they said that they've noticed something that people in this part of the Midwest say. By the way, someone on Twitch, I like anchovy too. I do, too, depending on the place. I a do, lot of I do. don't have it anymore. Yeah. But it's one of those things that was when I worked at a pizza place. They had it. No one ever ordered it. Yeah. But yeah, you work like there long too. enough by yourself, you're like, oh, let me try it. I it's like good. It. It's just really salty. So salty. It just, yeah. It's like putting salt on your pizza, basically. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it's strong. It's going to mm-hmm. be... You're going to notice good. it. You don't just throw it in there and hide it. It's, it's strong, mm-hmm. but yeah, I like it. But this person was saying that, that they noticed after being in Kansas City for a few months that we say something weird, which is... So say there's potholes in the road, okay? Mm-hmm. This person said that Kansas City and say those potholes need to be fixed, mm-hmm. okay? Or if also, you say, real quick, back to pizza. I, I'm with you. And, and Slim's a pineapple guy. I don't get the pineapple on the pizza, but whatever. Yeah, I only like it if it's got jalapenos. I don't want it without the. It gets pi- dried the out though. The pine- and- part of the pi- part of the greatness of pineapple is that it's kind of you know. What does it always get dried out? Juice, well, it goes through an oven. It goes through so an oven. To, it's not as like, yeah, but, yeah, but it's, not, but it's, not, it's not like dehydrated. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, no, it's I mean, burnt it's and dry. Yeah, it's, it's not, drier than it would be. I don't care either way. I'm not pro, but it is dry. Yeah, I mean, so it's a dried fruit. Yeah, but it's not quite like dehydrated fruit. Right. Well, no, it's not like it kind of gets in a bag. but it's you know, it's browned and yeah, it's cooked. Yeah, cooked pineapple. It's warm. Yeah, I know it's weird. Trust me, I never would have thought, but my brother got me into it, and I don't hate it. But so the needs to be fixed thing, the, the, the streets need to be plowed. Okay, all of this. Does that sound weird to you at all? Because it doesn't to me. He said. It doesn't. I feel like you could say they need to fix these potholes. He said that. I think what he was saying order. is. Well, I'm not even paying attention. I'm still trying to figure out what I like on my people. I think what he was saying is that in Detroit or wherever he was from, is that they would just say these potholes need fixed. And he could have been from the South. I'm not really sure. These potholes need fixed. The snow needs plowed instead of needs to be. That people mm-hmm. in Kansas City always say needs to be. And then it sparked this huge debate in the comment the section about plowed. whether or not you know that's a, a regional thing or not and whether mm-hmm. people say it other places. That's certainly not something I would What's have. What's that? Just say so exactly needs to be. exactly how you say what you're saying. Like in so Kansas City, do the, they these say These potholes need to be fixed instead of these potholes need fixed. Is needs to be. And I just thought, that's a weird thing. That seems like a person-to-person thing. 
more than a Lima regional needs thing to be. needs to be. Growing up, they would say these. And he did say it seems like parts of this part of the Midwest. I think like Detroit. I think it would be. I'm trying to figure out like how my dad would say it. Right. You know? Me too. I was trying. to And think he would say how they say it in movies. They need to fix these goddamn potholes. Yeah. Need to fix these. So he would have it in there. Right, but need to be fixed. But it, right, what I'm saying is he wouldn't say, they need to fix goddamn potholes. Yeah. He wouldn't leave that out. Or these potholes need fixed. He wouldn't, these goddamn potholes need fixed. He would say these goddamn potholes need to be fixed. To it be, would be fixed, yeah, yeah. Need to be. And maybe he was saying it was a Midwest thing. Someone on Twitch might remember, but uh, I just know that it was a weird thing. He was talking about, I'm always interested. If someone is from another part of the country and they say, hey, you guys say something weird. You have this, you, you know, you have an accent when you say this word or you say something that we don't say. I'm always interested, but that needs to be thing. I'm not sure I'm clear on that. Uh, Laszlo, another thing that your kids will never understand. I mean, not that we ever thought that they were going to, like things were going to switch suddenly and MTV was going to get real huge on YouTube and that'd be all they watching. But MTV was obviously a very huge thing for Gen X and older millennials mm-hmm. and maybe most millennials. I don't know exactly how that works because MTV was still popular in the 2000s. I know 90s kids. are So 90s kids are kids that were born in the 90s. Is that how that works? Or are they kids that grew up in the 90s? Grew up in the 90s. That's what I always thought. And then I saw this thing earlier and they were talking about 90s kids these were their favorite shows for all 90s kids. I mean, and like everything was from the, the 2000s. 90s. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I thought I was a 90s kid because I went from 10 to 18 in the mm, 90s. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I was a 90s kid. I was growing up in the 90s. But I think if you remember pre-internet and post-internet. If you were still a kid like post-internet, then... If you remember pre-internet, you can't be much younger than me. I mean, I was in elementary school. And I was born in 88. I remember pre-internet. You do? I, I remember getting, like, you know, AOL, like in fourth grade. Maybe you just were getting internet a little bit later, though, too. Like, I, I don't be. know how old I was. Cause yeah, I, like, I when I did in, the internet become a household thing? Because I was in fifth grade. I AOL was really the first. I was in fifth grade when Kurt Cobain died, and I brought well, in was the one news before from the internet. What was that disc I, you put in that? Magna Carta? There was Prodigy. There was Prodigy, AOL. Net, net Zone. Net Are you talking about Netscape? No. I'm not an idiot. Jesus Christ! Net. I don't know the. I don't know any other Nets. Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> there was a net thing, yeah, that you put the disc there was in a before bunch of AOL, yeah. but it was wildly popular. Okay, yeah, we had internet before net. we heard of AOL. Net. Ours was Prodigy, I think it was okay. called. Yeah. Free AOL was big one for us. AOL felt like the new fancy one later. AOL and then M, uh, was it MSN? Is that what they called it? Microsoft had theirs. I know Roadrunner was a huge deal. Well, that was cable that was internet. Like, yeah, that was yeah, the yeah, first yeah. One. that was like the fastest thing in the world. Yeah, got yeah. That was broadband. That was the first broadband. Netscape. Netscape. There you go. That's, That's what it was. Yeah. yeah thank what you, did I say? Jamaica. Netscape. I think. I you said, said something dumb. Who knows? You <laughs> said Netscape, and you guys said, "No, I'm not an idiot." So <laughs> right, I know. I guess I am an idiot. <laughs> uh, so MTV. Was it Netscape. I don't no, know. I think it was Net Zero. It could be. There was a bunch of companies that did it. Browser. Yeah. No. This was like a. There was a bunch of companies before AOL and during AOL. You could get local internet. There were local ISPs that had their own company name that was a little bit of That's, that's what I consider like 90s kids. You kind of remember both. Like you remember coming to Net of age Zero. Yeah, here yeah. it is. It had this logo. Okay. And it was AOL before AOL. Okay. I never it was saw just that. a disc and you put it in there. We had, I think ours was called Prodigy. I think one was called Juno, but that might have just been email. But I would have been Snowcon. I was in the fifth grade. So you would have been in kindergarten, right? Or even younger. You wouldn't if when I was in fifth grade. How old would you have been? I don't know. I mean, there's how many no, years no younger are, are you than me? You're like six years six younger years than me. Six years younger. Okay, so I mean, you would have been a toddler. Maybe you're like we got four years old. Yeah, I mean, we moved from Olathe, kind of a poor part of Olathe, yeah. to a nicer part of Leewood. Yeah, my mom remarried. I, mean, I don't know so. when it became a thing that everyone was getting internet at home. That could have taken longer than I thought. But I'm saying 1997. 97 is when what? 
became mainstream in homes. That okay. doesn't mean okay. So around I mean, that time, yeah. That's I mean, that's, so it took longer about. than I thought because Cobain died in what ninety four, ninety five, and I remember printing no, that. 94. I remember printing the story. 94. My mom printed it for me off the internet, and I took it to school that morning. Yeah, and she'd printed it off like the internet. I'm talking. That's the year like I remember getting. So it could have taken a few know. years, and then a few years later, you're getting LimeWire and Zanga and that kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah. And other people AIM. are saying like I'm just looking at this thing. And other people are saying 1995 for them. So depending on where you live, somewhere, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, my mom was Midwest, mid like. the latest nineties. Yeah. My mom did like to uh, get tech early. She was kind of a tech person. So I, I do think we were pretty early with internet. So whenever Kurt Cobain died in ninety four, I know we had it then and I feel like it was pretty new to us. I was still a little confused as to how I remember my mom saying, Did you hear the news? That guy you like he died, and she prints out the story from the internet and I was like, Oh, and I took it to school. There was your it, boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. It was Kurt Cobain. So anyway, another thing. Uh, dead. Not, I remember it had to be in the nineties because I worked in radio and they would hot clock people, and so that? it was super. I mean, I'm you know like cutting tape, but you we would think about all the jobs we had in radio. There was somebody who got hired to do this. They would work at our radio station. They would listen to the competing radio stations, and they would write down what time they took the commercial, what songs they played, what time, and then they would do that for like a week in different hours, and then turn it into the program director, so then he could. You know, uh, stay atop of them competitively yeah. and figure out, okay, well, we want to go into commercial break at this time. We want to do that. At one point, that was a job in radio. Okay. That was a legit job that somebody did and paid and There's had a lot a desk. of those that, are, that used yeah. to be jobs that aren't jobs anymore. Which, I mean, radio has cut down a lot, and I understand. Maybe the money's probably not the same. I don't know. Uh, listenership hasn't gone down much. Yeah. But that said, um, you know, when you think about jobs that the internet took. Yeah. Like, that guy sure. had a job, he did it, he was around all the time, he had benefits, and then one day they're like, hey, we can just Google that. We yep. can just, there's a website that does it, not only for that station, but every station in the world, like, oh. And the internet and personal computers. We're not going to need you, man. We're kind of at the same time, because when we got the internet, I know a lot of kids that I was friends with didn't really have home computers. They might have had a really old one. We had one, you know, we had them at school. But a lot of kids hadn't adopted. They might, their parents right. might have gotten an Atari whatever back in the 80s, and then they didn't get another one yet. But right. the idea of like having a home computer and Internet, we're fairly close together. So both those things changed everything. It got rid of a lot of jobs and you know, made a lot of other things easier and changed the world completely. But when right. I was a kid, and I think... I remember being kid, at work and somebody saying, like, you check your email, and I'm like... Email? What? Why do I have to check? We have that? Like, I know email? I have it for net zero. I've never... I don't know exactly what it means. Yeah, we would just get like, uh, oh, like yeah. spam emails. You know, here's JR a email. List. That's weird. My first boss name was JR too. Oh yeah. JR emailed us all. I'm like, okay. He's not the one you hit. No. Oh, okay. Didn't know. Oh, I never hit him. So another thing is uh, uh, officially dead from our youth. Here you go. I'm Kurt Loader. This is MTV, MTV News. News? For the- MTV News. Oh. No. Yeah, Paramount's making a bunch of cuts, and MTV News was one of them. I guess I didn't all know. Of it. I didn't know that was still. A thing. So the I only reason know. I knew the no, only reason I, I knew is because surprise, surprise. There's a true crime show on MTV that I watched, and Jesus uh, Christ. the guy who hosts it, they always say so and so from MTV News, and I always wondered like, oh, what, what, means what are you doing it. on MTV News? No, no, like he's a kid. He's new. I looked oh, okay. up his Wikipedia and he got a job. And I'm like, what is MTV News doing currently? Maybe it's just doing those so shows. They still say it, like, you know, like Kurt Loader from MTV News yeah. died or whatever. You're like, yeah. Okay, well, so they'll still say that's where they're from. Yeah, no, this guy was like, he was young and he got a job. What do they and he was do hired. MTV News? That's what I wondered. Is I was like, on? other than this show, so the show so they that still I watched cut is in a between documentary type thing. Maybe they do. Like, do they, they must. still cut in between with big that's news? Yeah, Tupac news. died. What? I remember that MTV News segment when Tupac died. I still remember that. They broke into like a TV show, and it was like breaking news. Tupac huh. Shakur was shot and killed. 
I remember when Twitter got big, I thought it was so crazy. I went back and looked up all the MTV news hosts, and they didn't have very many followers. I was like, mm-hmm. aren't these people super famous? How do they not have right. very many followers? I mean, just this sound, this noise alone. And then the, the typewriter letters coming up. Yeah. 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 Kurt, Loder was. Kurt Loder was our... Our newsman. Our newsman. Yeah. He was the newsman. There were other news people on there, but you always thought, Kurt's got to be their boss. Yeah. You know, he seemed yeah. like he was in charge. Like it was... He, was the it was yeah, he wasn't thing. cool he, at all. You didn't think he was cool? I thought he was well, the Well, I mean, in cool a sense, guy. like the other guys or girls that would do news, you'd yeah. go like, oh, she represents right. this genre Generation. of music. Yeah, yeah. She's, oh, this is the hip-hop guy. This yep. is the right. guy yeah. with the leather jacket. I think he likes metal. And, yeah. The oh, here's guy. a guy with the dyed blonde hair. He's he likes the looks spring, like right? from the Chili Peppers. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't remember that guy's name. And then there was the Chris guy. Who, who was the Weezer guy. Stuff. He wore Weezer shirts. Okay. Oh, you're talking about Chris. Are you talking about the older Chris? He now works at ABC News, and he's like in yes. his 70s. Yes. Yes, it's crazy. Well, he, he hosts like, like 2020. ABC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I looked him up. The guy that looked like around Flea, 70. though. What is his name? I can't think of he his name. just like Flea. Kurt Loder. There was a guy with the horned rim glasses. There was Allison something. She got a job at another. chick. Well, there was the redhead chick, and then there was the... Uh, girl with the curly black hair. I don't remember which one was Allison. The redhead chick does something else because I just saw her the other day. But Kurt Lauder looked like he probably, you know, was an actual journalism student. But yeah, exactly. But he was but, like, uh, like in a Hunter casually. S. Thompson way. Yeah. Like he went to the Hunter S. Thompson School of Gonzo Journalism, yeah. where the other ones yeah. had no journalism background whatsoever. No, they just wanted to be on TV. Yeah. And Kurt Loder, to me, was Kennedy. That's right. Oh, yes. Okay. There you go. Because uh, she's still on TV. Isn't well, she's she a libertarian? Like a Jesse, Jesse, Jesse Camp. He won the uh, Jesse MTV was the video. VJ. I don't know that he was ever in TV He won news. the VJ thing. I want to okay. be a VJ. He beat the, the other guy, guy who actually got the job. Who now works in like the Food Network or something. Yeah, he's been doing TV ever yeah, since. Yeah, ever since. You got People place loved him, but it just wasn't cool. Right. I guess they thought that Jesse was so cool, and then they tried to get Jesse on TV after that. Another mm-hmm. thing that only Gen X and millennials will remember was the whole contest of wanting to be a... MTV VJ. I mean, yeah. that was a huge, huge thing. Do you remember that, Snowcone? Yeah, I remember. So and that do. guy who came in second, like, he knew everything about yep. music. I remember watching him, like, you know, going on the record store, like, what records did you buy? And that was one of the things. And he was like a tribe called Quest. And, yep. like, you know, he, and then Jesse, of course, was like, you know, whatever. Hey, man. <laughs> right. well, welcome to MTV. Right. And so they voted But he was him. a character, man. He you was know, it was kind of like, it was fun to watch that contest, at least with those two people. They did a good job of it if they yeah, just matched him up because you're like, well, here's the music guy. Yep. Who understands everything, but he's also wearing a button-up shirt and looks kind of dorky. dorky. And then here's the dude. He's insane yes. and a character and fun to watch. Which one do you like more? Yeah. And, and America was like, yeah, we want that crazy dude. Yep, they voted for him. But then the other guy ended up getting the job. the other guy. They kept you know, him around. He ended yep. up hosting a bunch of stuff. And I've seen him intro movies on like Absolutely. movie channels and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I still see him around. I see him on, on TV Food a Network lot. Now. Yeah, he still does I know stuff. I saw him on the Food Network not too long ago hosting something. I, I, he does a lot of stuff. Well, it says Paramount Global laid off 25% of its domestic team today. The reduction comes on the heels of integrating Showtime into the cable and streaming purview, which will be consolidated into two functions going forward. There are studios, uh, which now combine Showtime with MTV Entertainment Studios, and networks, which will merge nine separate teams into one portfolio group. The majority of the cuts are being felt by the latter group, which we've got MTV News under that uh, banner of, of uh, things being oh shut yeah, down. Matt MTV Penfield. News. Shut down. Yeah, Matt Pinfield hosts like 120 minutes. Again, he's, I don't know that he he was a VJ. A lot of stuff, though, he it? was a VJ. The MTV News people were were separate. Yeah, you didn't yeah, see them act yeah. as VJs. Dave really. Holmes, that's right. Kurt Loader, I think, would go out if there was if they were doing something live. If there was a spring break or there was a concert, Lollapalooza, when they would broadcast live yeah. from some of that stuff, I think yeah. they would do that. But it was Vice News, right? Kurt Loader sitting there. With the shirt halfway unbuttoned, all casual, yeah. and doing the news, that was... That's you stop everything be- and pay attention. Yeah, that yeah. became Vice News. Mm-hmm. And if they had just been 
early mm-hmm. on the internet thing, like Vice was. They could have easily transitioned into that. But That's what he was in. Knew. And by the way, his name was Dave Holmes. Dave Holmes, yeah. And I was like, there was something the three of us watched that he was in. He did the Framing Britney Spears oh, yes. documentary. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So MTV News, man. R.I.P. I, I, I can't believe it. Now, I have to admit that we all just sat here and said, has it been around? Like, is it, was it still going? I don't know. Were they still breaking into shows? I don't know. I don't have MTV. I don't see MTV News as something that you can play on demand from Paramount. But I do know, like I said, I've seen some people He's who gay. apparently work for MTV. Who? Dave? Yeah. Yeah, I'd read that. I didn't know that. No, I didn't. Not that it matters. I just said, it says personal life. Holmes has been in a long-term relationship with musician Ben Wise. Oh, I didn't know that. And who's Ben Wise? I don't know. I know he's with the musician. I doesn't did... have a link to him on Wikipedia, so. I looked him up a long time ago and read that he was gay, which, uh, yeah, just one of those things like, oh, didn't know that. Didn't know. Not Kurt Loder, though. How old How old's Kurt Loder, do you think? He's dead, isn't he? 108. Oh, he's not dead. I think he's. he's... not? I'm going to say he's. Did he die? You know, he could have died. Let me look here. That's one of those people. Kurt Loder, he is not dead, and he is. 78. Damn. 78. Damn. I'm and if I could think of Chris's last name, Snowcone, I'd look him up too. Yeah. I'll look him up uh, off the air here in a minute, but he's getting ben up there Ryan, too. Looks like he's born acting. We're back to Dave Holmes. I had the MTV he was sign in out Don't thing, Mess so with I... the Zohan. Yeah. He was in Entourage. But I mean, he was in Entourage and. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? He's been in a lot of stuff. War Dogs? But they called him a musician, I thought. I thought so, too. Yeah, so he's an actor-musician. The Church of Life. Your fever is high, and the pressure to log in at work is, too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and Comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Yo. Yo. What's going on? What do you think about these uh, web sleuths who, you know, say somebody did something and they didn't and they get it popular online? Should they be held responsible for that? Yeah. I mean, I mean, is it freedom of speech to say... Not to accuse this, somebody of something they didn't do. Right, but so how do you do it? Do you say, I think we should look into this person because this person is suspicious? Like, obviously, I think you are allowed to do that. Uh, I don't want them saying that you can't ever do any of your own detective work or you can't ever have a message board where you try and figure out something that you feel the police aren't doing a good job of figuring out. But like with this Idaho professor, did you see well, the Well, you can story? say we should look into it, but if you say I'm positive this person did then it, then it's then, a problem. Then it's a problem. We talked about this girl when her original TikTok videos came out. 
what was her name, Snowcone? The TikTok mystery solver or something? It, it's, something solves mysteries. Yeah. I'll, oh, yeah, that's it. It's like her name and solves yeah, mysteries. Right. It's in here. I'll find it. But there's a story that I just saw. The University of Idaho professor, she was falsely accused of playing a role in the slaying of four students. So the, the Brian, what's his name? Kob, Kobacher? Kobach? Koberger. Koberger. The Brian, Brian Koberger, the Idaho guy who oh, killed okay. all the students in Idaho. This uh, professor at Idaho, she was the one that this TikToker accused of basically being the murderer, slaying four students. Mm-hmm. As she has this lawsuit, she's demanded that the TikToker who made the claims not be allowed to escape her lawsuit, according to Radar Online. I guess they're worried that the judge might throw this out. According to court documents obtained by Radar Online, Professor Rebecca Schofield pleaded with the court to teach TikToker Ashley Gullard, that's her name, Ashley Gullard, a lesson. As was previously reported, Schofield sued Gullard for defamation over allegations she made on the social media platform. Gullard, known by her TikTok username, Ashley Solves Mysteries. That's what it was. Mm. Accused a professor of having played a was part that in the murder. Is that who the ladies based on in your TV show, Snowcone? Who's that? What show? Yellow Jackets. Oh, it's based I see the on website. like a Redditor person, obviously. Oh, solving uh, movies. Yeah. Uh, is it just loosely Misty? based on this person? I think it's just based off Redditors. All in these okay, just in general. All okay. these websites. Yeah, uh, these true crime shows, Lazo, it's surprising how many times it's all, you know, here you got the, the, the victim's son or whatever, and then you got the cop who solved the crime. And I would say like one out of 15 shows, it's like, who's this person? And they say, Internet sleuth, and this person, really? yeah, and this person helped solve the crime yeah, the because it was a cold case. People, I remember yeah, the yeah, cat yeah. people yeah. one, but that seemed, but I don't, I didn't know that they were just. It's a thing out there serve, solving crimes yeah. everywhere, and police were consulting with them. It's really big on Facebook. I think most of these people that I see, they talk about. You know, every morning I wake up, I'm so excited to see if there's been any updates, and they're talking about cases that are sometimes ten or twenty years old. And they wake up, and the first thing they do is get on this Facebook group. And they start talking, which I think the Cats thing was on Facebook, too, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure they were all talking mm-hmm. on Facebook. Yeah, I think so. Uh, anyway, so this uh, professor has sued over defamation, over these allegations that she made on the social media platform. Gellard, known by her TikTok username, Ashley Solves Mysteries, accused the professor of having played a part in the murders of the four students there in Idaho. Gellard claimed the professor had, quote, been involved in a relationship with one of the murdered students, Kaylee, is it Gun? Gonzalez, Gonzalez. Yeah, that's the quote. Was in a relationship. Been with them? in a relationship with one okay. of the murdered students. So this students, professor, KG. I think, was one of Brian's professors, mm-hmm. and she has written books about BTK. I think she interviewed BTK and wrote a book with him. Hmm. Um, she's that's she, like her thing, right? She's really she's well a, known, like in the true crime. She's community. a criminal, yeah, yeah, professor yeah, or yeah, something, yeah, right? Yeah. It says two of the TikToks directly and falsely state that Professor, Sco- Professor Schofield ordered the execution of the four students. Three of the TikToks either falsely implied or directly stated that Professor Schofield had been involved in a relationship with one of the murdered students. Uh, the, the KG added in the lawsuit. I, I definitely think this is a problem. There was another guy who was in a photo when they were looking for the murder of these students in Idaho. They talked about it in that documentary, whatever it was that we watched, where they showed the kids at that. I think it was some sort of vigil. That wasn't a candlelight vigil because I think they were inside a gymnasium. But remember they showed the picture of that guy, Snowcone, and they said he was by himself. And who is this guy? That guy looks suspicious. He must be the murderer. Mm-hmm. And people started mm-hmm. looking him up, and they figured out who he was. And it's like, guys. And then, of course, they found out that this guy had nothing to do with it. And obviously, sometimes these people can be effective because in these shows that I watch, most of them are older crimes that aren't getting attention from the police. Mm-hmm. But still... The, the police, at least in a lot of cities, are willing to work with them on certain things. It never seems like they like them. never seems like they're big fans of the fact that they're getting in the way. I don't think they want someone solving a crime that they're supposed to solve. I get that. And I'm fine with all that. It's a like hobby, whatever. But, man, when you have a story as big as the Idaho thing, right. and then you have a following, like apparently she did. Right. It was big enough. It's I remember dangerous. us talking. We played her videos, clips of her TikToks. 
at the time because it, so many people were talking about these allegations like, oh, she thinks she knows who it is. And it, we didn't know yet. They hadn't arrested Brian right. yet. So there, I just think there should be there, there should be some liability there. Yes, it's it's free speech, but and you don't necessarily decide how many followers you have or how popular a post is going to get or a theory. You could post something in a in a thread on Reddit and just, you know, you could just be commenting in a thread. And that comment suddenly has 25,000 upvotes and everyone's discussing it because it's so interesting. I don't think that you meant to say necessarily this person absolutely did it. But yes, exactly. I feel like there should you have to follow some rules. There should be some rules in place. Implying something is one thing, but I still think that even with implying, it depends on how are you implying this. And with this Ashley solves mysteries girl, when you're saying that you had a relationship with a student, based on what, you know, what you're just. Are you just trying? I assume you're just trying to get views. Where are you getting this? Because it doesn't sound like there's any. It makes no sense. And Kaylee, I know, had moved out uh, a month earlier and was back in town visiting. That's why she was there at the house. Like it, it doesn't make any sense. It seems like it's stuff that you say because it sounds right. You know, interesting, Juicy. salacious, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and then you get views on social media. It's like everyone it's else dangerous. is trying to do. The people who are in these Facebook groups. I mean, the guy showed up to the pizza parlor with a gun for the pizza game. Right, thing. right. Like people do crazy things based like, on stuff be you've careful set off the internet. Yeah. Exactly. And when you've got everyone doing this, you know, pitchfork and torches thing, looking for a killer, and you say that must be the guy, right? And it's not the guy or the gal. And the whole town and country's looking for this person. Yeah, I think if you're doing it in a Facebook group, and you, you know, you have to be invited to the group or you have to be accepted into the group, whatever. I don't know that I've ever talked in a Facebook group, but isn't that how it works? I can't just go on someone can. else's. I can. Can I go to their page well, right I mean, now and comment on it? It's either one. You can make it private. So you can make it private. You can make it public. So if you have a private Facebook group where you're trying to solve a crime, I'm good with that. Fine. Whatever. You guys all good with that? Yeah. Like that's that uh, don't mess with cats thing. Yeah. I don't remember if that was private or not, but it seemed like it was just them. There was like a group of people, yeah. especially the two that they showed in the documentary. They seemed to be. But if the you're going to make active. a public TikTok, we have tons of followers. Like you got to be. Yes, and you're held going to accountable at something. some point. I mean, is the media? Held accountable if they imply it. I, I'm trying to think of a time when someone on the news has said, I mean, you know, Dominion. We think this yeah, person, but, yeah, going but, but what about political candidates when they talk about each other and right. they clearly lie a about lie. Th- what they did? They don't get in trouble. Yeah, I get, I don't, you can lie about yourself. Yes. That's free speech. Yep. So, and you know that because of stolen valor. They said stolen valor is fine. You're allowed to do that. You know, your job could have a problem with it, obviously, whatever that right. is. But as far as legally... I was a crime. I thought someone well, was got, a crime, I think too. it got shut down by the Supreme Court. Oh, okay. Oh. I thought it was a so crime, So they made too. that, and then, if I'm correct, then it got shut down by the Supreme Court. But you couldn't lie about somebody else. I understand lying about yourself. That would make sense, logically, that you could say something about yourself, and that would be covered as free speech, if you're not defaming someone else in yeah. doing so. Right. And then your but job might have a problem with your murder. school. But accusing and someone a of murder. conspiracy to commit murder. Yes. And I think even if, you, even if you do it with, you know, people will try and add Defamation has always acted as a limit on both the freedom of speech as well as the freedom of the press. And it's really difficult There's to prove defamation. There's no such thing as a false opinion or idea. However, there can be a false fact. What was Johnny Depp And these are for? not protected under the First Amendment. So if you say, I guess you're saying like, hey, I think Snowcone might have done this. We should look into it. Then that's open debate. If you say, I know Snowcone's the murderer... Then that's defamation. That to me makes sense. And okay, well, with let me just with Johnny Depp, stolen ballot. The jurors decided that even though that article that she wrote, because that was defamation, right? Be libel. Was it libel? 
I guess I, I don't know the difference. written, slander spoken. Oh, is that the difference? Uh, I could be. All right, so they're backwards. different than defamation. I could be mixing that because up. it was all about that Washington Post article that she wrote, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she never said his it name. Was written, so she I, wasn't. Yeah, I thought it was liable, but I could be wrong. She wasn't specific about it, but everyone knew that they had dated, that they'd been together, mm-hmm. and that there had been these allegations. So they assumed that she was talking about him, right? And the jurors decided. And of course, the Wapo lawyers vetted that and made sure they right. thought it was fine, but right. Well, I don't know that Wapo should get in trouble for. Publishing something that someone else. No, wrote. I'm just assuming that the lawyers looked over it and yeah. said, "Okay, just keep his name out of it, and we should right. be fine." It sounds like that's what they did. Didn't the ACLU get involved? It's been a while since that yeah, court happened. I thought that they like wrote the article or something. Weren't oh, they involved? That, yeah. Remember that whole scandal? It was that, a different article, but yeah. it was a different thing. It was a okay, different thing. okay. I thought they I wrote think, that thing. So George Bush's stolen ballot was shot down. Okay. In the Supreme Court, the stolen ballot we're talking about was signed in by Obama. Okay. Which I didn't realize that, but that. Okay. Is uh, the Stolen Act of two thousand Stolen Valor Act of two thousand thirteen that was signed by President Obama and that became law, not shut down. The act made it a federal crime to fraudulently claim to be a recipient of certain military decorations or medals, right? Or, okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Only in order to t- obtain money, property, or other tangible benefit. Okay. So if you just say I have a purple heart for your to your friends, yeah, your friends. then that's yeah. fine. But if you say I have a purple heart, and they give you first class. I thought it was a donate money offense, to it. Though, yeah. So, if you're trying to get money, okay, so you can say it to someone, but you can't benefit from it outside of that. You, you can't see, get like, money. You guys can't... on the corner, you know, dressed up in fatigues, mm-hmm. holding yeah, out a bucket they can or do whatever. It. Okay. Well, they're well, solicited. Well, 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 I guess they're soliciting. Yeah, right. if they're trying to get yeah. money, then I guess that's that would be covered in that. I think what they said in this article is a good way to look at it. it said the statements and of by that the U.S. Supreme Court shut down in 2011. On June 28, 2012, the Supreme Court found the law unconstitutional okay. in a 6-3 to three decision with Scalia, Thomas, and Alito disserting. Yeah, of United States versus Alvarez, the majority held that Stolen Valor Act was an unconstitutional abridgment of the freedom of speech under the First Amendment. Okay. And then Obama's like, all right. I'll put Obama's just like, if you try to make money off it. But by the way, that would just be fraud anyway, so I don't yeah, really understand true. what yeah. that law is. Covered but, by that. Yeah. So this professor's attorney said in the statement, quote, The statements made about Professor Schofield are false. Plain and simple. End quote. I think that is what it comes down to. If you go on TikTok, if you go on Reddit, and you make actual false claims, I think that should be, you know, you could be held reliable for that. That's defamation. Right. If you go on there and say, what about this person? Right, we should look, look into this person. Yeah, I don't think that. Yeah, you're that can still that. cause a lot of problems, can, a lot of headaches. You're to say but it. I think you should be allowed to say that. Yeah. So I'd have to go back and see exactly what all this girl was saying. I mean, they've got some of these quotes, and I know that we listened to some of what she said. So you would say the idea ago, of free speech, then, and why we created it was the clash of ideas, yeah. right? To come to a truth. Yeah. And that the government can't be the arbiter of truth. Right. So the clash of ideas. So if somebody said, if I said, hey, we should look into Slim Fast for that murder, yeah. then you should just go to that side and be like, we should look into Lazo for exactly. that murder. There you go. Now, here we go. Yes. Here. But if you say Slim Fast did it, then that's it. Then boom. I, I know he did it. Exactly. Yeah, that's no. it. I draw the line there. Yeah. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? We're getting ready to doom scroll. Do it, you big, good looking son of a bitch. E. Jean Carroll, the woman e. who uh, ran into Trump at the department oh, store. Right. Ran into yeah. Trump. What? She did. <laughs> Didn't I mean, yeah, she, technically you're correct. No, no, literally. They, I think they said they ran into each other. She was walking out the store. He was coming in, and boop. And then he goes, oh, hey, you're the advice lady. Like, that's mm-hmm. how it all really? started, right? Yeah. Okay. And she goes, oh, you're the real estate guy. Well, you know, after And the then whole, he raped her. Yeah. Dang, yeah, same. Oh, allegedly. allegedly. Sexually assaulted her. Yeah. That part she was... He, he didn't found. rape her. He sexually assaulted her. According to the jury. Yeah. He yeah. was found not guilty. Not guilty. Which, right. actually, they ask her about. Which is not innocent. And she has her lawyer explain. So there you go. It's big news for Snowcone. And why Snowcone may need to leave the country soon. What? Why? Yeah, no, I'm serious. It involves music. His lawsuit against Trump and Trump 
and his fandom of certain music. Sexually assaulting him at a Macy's? What the hell are you talking Trump about? Trump get in here? I'm not talking about that here. Okay. Your, a jury of my peers will decide that. Your, your peers, speaking of peers, are buying tickets to fly out of the country to do something that I know you want to do, so we'll discuss. Also, speaking of lying about your resume, George Santos, he lied about a lot of stuff. Sure man, did. that's crazy, man. He lied about so much stuff. That is like Anthony Weiner crazy. It's, wow, it's so in a sense like Just it. like the story's crazy, but in a sense, like there's rise to stardom. Yeah. And people are like, yeah! And then it had to be bit for me to even see it, and then, just, and then all of a sudden it was like, Wait, here's a picture of him in drag. In drag, and then uh, like, and then it's like the next tweet. It's like he's going to prison for a hundred years. I'm like, <laughs> dude, like, why weren't you just qu- like, so, like, it's so. Weird. Where's the self awareness of just being quiet? Like, if you know you're doing all this stuff, shut up. It's, it's not really the '80s. No, it's it's weird. We're and I know it like the '70s and the '80s and obviously the '50s and the '60s. You could just say whatever you wanted. Yeah, and no one could find out anything about you. Yeah. And if it was us I think three Biden, and Snow, Biden cone, Snow Cone knew about it, mm-hmm. I'd yeah. kill him. Right. <laughs> and it's over. Right. right. That's the one dude. He just died with a secret. Yep. And they're like, oh, mysterious. Mm. Yeah, whatever. It you wasn't that mysterious. Problem. Pretty sure yeah. he killed him. We can't yeah. prove it. Happens in Russia all the time. Exactly. Right. But now with the internet, you like, just stop it, it. You don't have to be a journalist to look this stuff no, up. No, and then you start you digging Facebook in. And right. Internet sleuths, Reddit. And now you may be pissed off this whole group of people. It's so like a crazy. really, uh, I, mean, I don't want to say angry group of people, rightfully angry, I suppose, but it's certainly like a, a, a group of people that are determined. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, show conviction. And now you've sometimes. turned them against you. Yeah. Jesus, shut up. The list of lies. There's right. so many lies. Or just, you got to be like me and you and be like, hey, we're going to piss off everybody, whatever. Yeah, I admit to everything. That's it. You're out with right. it. But that's totally different than saying, I did this, I did this, I did this, my parents did this, my grandparents did this, and all of it is a lie. Yeah. When they say, like, hey, you're caught and you've already been elected, could you say, like, eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I made it up. Whatever. Yeah, I'm insecure. But now you're elected. You don't have to step down, I guess. And, and what are the rules? I don't, I don't know, know exactly what the rules are, but I know that it seemed like he was caught, and there were reporters chasing him around for weeks and weeks and weeks. They, every time he'd walk to his office, excuse me, excuse me, Mr. Santos. Yeah. And he never really said much. It was always just, you know, get out of the way, yep. excuse me. Yeah. Okay, got to go. Oh, I don't know. I'm like, why'd you lie about this? Uh, I don't know. Okay, got to go. Exactly. Could probably a sociopath. It comes across as a bit of a sociopath for sure. But yeah, in, indicted on 13 counts, Mr. Santos, if you don't know who he is. Uh, we'll explain. Also, Fort Hood. Everyone's heard of Fort Hood. You don't have to be in the military to know what Fort Hood is. That's like a big base, right? I don't really Fort- know. What is Fort Hood? I don't know. It's a big military base. And I feel like I hear about Fort Hood a lot, right? It's a pretty big military base. I, yeah, but For is me it to a know Marine it. base? Is it an Army base? Is Georgia? Is it in Georgia? I North thought it was Carolina? in Texas. Texas? Man, That's one of Fort those. Bragg? Fort, Fort Bragg's Bragg. another one you That's know, right? One, You've yeah. heard of Fort Bragg. You've yeah, heard yeah. of Fort... Fort Hood. Fort Knox. Yeah. Someone died at Fort Hood. Fort Apache the Bronx. Hit the body. Sure. Right? Fort uh, Bronx Tale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we're just, uh, you know, saying words. Anyway, they changed the name of Fort Hood. Also, Tucker Carlson. I know you've all well, been worried because Fort Hood? he got kicked out of... Uh, That's an army base. Yes. Is it Texas? Yeah, it's Texas I feel like it's Georgia. Texas. But it could be in Georgia. I think, I, I think Texas, too. I, think I right. thought Fort Hood was in Texas. Kylene, Texas. There you okay. go. Fort Hood. It's a Named one. Fort Hood for Confederate General John Bell Hood. Is yeah. that why they're changing it? Well, part of it, yeah. And what they're like changing it. it to is pretty cool, which I'll, I'll tell you coming up. But also, Tucker Carlson, big news, because I follow him on social media. I don't follow a lot of people, but I do follow him. Yeah, and I keep an eye on him. And he had some big news that he announced last night. A new show 
Coming soon. Woo. So things are going to be okay for Tucker. And if you want to see him, I'll tell you where you can see him. Coming up when we doom scroll. The Church. The Church of Laszlo. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Yo. Yo. All right. We're doing the news. E. Jean Carroll. Mm-hmm. The one who uh, said she ran into Trump at a department store across from Trump Tower in the 90s and uh, sued no, him. No, I'm never going to picture her right away when you say that name. I just see her now. Right. I just, e. Jean Carroll, it always sounds to me like a... It doesn't matter, but I'm always like... like Worked with Woodward and the Nixon case. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, it's like, oh. who was E. Jean Carroll? Senator testified... Right. No, I know. Against Nixon? It does, Am I right? It does, like, it does sound like... All those names back then were like that, yeah, right? Yeah, like uh, G. Gordon Liddy. Right, L. John Woodward, like yeah. E. Jean Carroll. I'm like, oh, Ty, I'm not sure. Good guy, bad guy, I'm not sure. Yeah, they said she had a show. I don't remember her show at all. But I do sort of know about her from Hunter S. Thompson. And I said this the other day, and I could be wrong. I thought they dated, but she definitely wrote the book, the biography about him, which I don't know if you guys have read. But... um she did that, and so in my mind, I picture her in the 90s with him, but I don't know if it's an actual picture that I've seen or what I just kind of imagine the two of them together. I don't know. I mean, you know, it just doesn't matter. I didn't have no idea who she was. When I saw the picture of her, I, I thought, is that the lady on Shark Tank? I knew her from oh. the accusation. Well, doesn't she kind of look like the lady from Shark Tank a little bit? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I can't you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Susan yeah. The or... QBC lady? Yeah. So yeah, now I think Eugene Carroll, I think Senator, then I go, no, and then a picture in my head is a lady from Shark Tank. Yeah, I didn't know who she was either until I saw the thing about uh, Hunter S. Thompson. I was like, oh, she's the one that, that wrote the book. And maybe I just remember the name now, too, because there's been these accusations floating around for a while. And then Trump obviously went after her on Truth Social, which is why she decided to bring this lawsuit. Which, by the way, today when she's doing these interviews, she said this was not about the money. She said, I didn't even hear the dollar amount when they said it didn't care. She said it was about getting her name back after Trump 
had talked so much trash on her. That's what felt good. First, just your reaction to hearing this verdict and being in the courtroom. I'm overwhelmed, overwhelmed with joy and happiness and delight for the women in this country. As you well know, the jury found Mr. Trump liable for battery, specifically sexual abuse, but not rape. Mm -hmm. What do you make of that verdict? I'm going to let my attorney answer that question because she understands what was on the jury checklist. Yeah, what do you think? So New York law in this area is complicated. I'm not going to take the time to to your listeners to try to explain it, but suffice it to say that well, he was found liable. <laughs> yeah, right. You can't come on like, like, I'm not going to take the time to explain to your listeners. Right. Right. Maybe if we're on a more important show. Right. Yeah. yeah. You if know, this was news if you guys were, if you guys were we jurors, go ahead and do that. But, <laughs> you guys do like recipes and stuff. He was found liable of a very serious charge. And sexual abuse under New York law is very serious, and the jury found that that's what he did. Okay, so what he was found guilty of, or liable for, was very serious under New York law, and the reason he wasn't found guilty of rape is because of the way New York law is written, which is too complicated for us to understand. You got that? Yeah, there's no way that we would ever understand it. Now, Snowcone, I really thought that I was reading about you this morning. I was like, holy crap, he's been keeping this a secret, because I saw this guy from Kansas City. Now, I don't know if he's from Kansas City. He flew out of Kansas City, so I assume he's from Kansas City. Okay. And I'm reading this article, and it's about an artist that you really like, and people are trying to see this artist live, but the tickets are so expensive, and they were so worried after the Taylor Swift thing that they realized it's cheaper to just fly to Europe to see Beyonce. Because obviously, mm. as you know, the Renaissance World Tour has That's kicked off. pricey. And it's pricey. Pricey, so, pricey, pricey. Uh, they found this guy who said that uh, he was looking at tickets. He wanted like the VIP package. He found uh, these tickets in Sweden, okay, mm-hmm. for like 450 bucks, something yeah, like that's that. That's a steal. And that if he wanted to buy them here online, they were going for about $1,500. Yeah, yeah. So he said even with airfare and everything else, it was cheaper for him Hotel, airfare, and tickets. It was still cheaper for him to go to Europe to see Beyonce. And I just couldn't get a like a pre-sale code. Uh, and it was just like so much drama. Lonel Williams had zero luck stateside, so he decided to upgrade his search and look like overseas, <laughs> ultimately yeah. flying from Atlanta to Stockholm for tonight's show. There, his floor seat in Club Renaissance, a VIP section, cost him $400. That same ticket in Atlanta, now resale only, going for nearly $1,500. So the Kansas I City... I said he flew out of Atlanta. No, no, so he did fly out of Atlanta. The Kansas City one oh, okay. was a different person. This is why I got excited, and then I was like... Oh, Oh, it's not snow cone. I think it's girls. I said once June. that I like lemonade, and ever since then I've been. The you biggest said she was Beyonce a great artist. Fan. You talked about of how course, what she a great is a great artist. artist. I'm not yes. like a giant. You've fan. been downplaying that ever since. I don't know why I said I you like don't just own it once. And it's you become like, I'm the biggest fan. The whole of the week world. of the the talk so about hyperbolic. lemonade coming out, and then how good so it was. Hyperbolic. You talked about how it was great from beginning to end. Okay, you did. Lazo may not remember, but I remember. I was That's really one intrigued album by it. That I okay. thought was good. It but was I was surprised. Album. I didn't know that you were such a big fan. I'm not such a big fan. How do you get so My excited God. about an album coming out and then listen to the thing from really, beginning to end and say it's amazing? I thought it was really cool. Anyway. Well, I can get tickets for Beyonce in Kansas City for $46. Are they the VIP specials, though? Well, no, but yeah. $46. Oh, really? I thought they started. I, know, I, just, I just like, well, I wonder how much they are here, so I went to StubHub. I haven't looked. Well, I thought they Section started Section 342, Row 28, 46 bucks. Oh, wow. So it says I have a look, so I'm not a huge fan, but I thought they started at like 700 or something. This this article says June oh, Joseph. $650 less than that. Wow. June, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that ain't bad. I wouldn't have thought 43 yeah. bucks. That's you'd charge a lot June. more, I feel like. Yeah. For the for I the know they're way up seats. there. It's yeah. at, you know, Arrowhead, but sure. it gets you in the building. Yeah. It says June Joseph and her sister Karen are planning on doing the same thing this other guy did. They told today that they've saved nearly three thousand dollars on VIP seats by flying to uh, from New York to France. 
Quote, my Pinterest board is set. I'm so exciting. I'm working on my outfits now, Joseph said. So must Same. be cheaper to go to France because they're in Kansas City, uh, I-, I thought. So a- anyway, uh, people are flying to Europe to see Beyonce snow cone. If you want to see not a bad reason Beyonce. To go. Huh? Not a bad reason to go. It'd be fun to go to Europe and see, I assume, is an amazing concert. Let me see where the Kansas City people were here. Huge the, they're the sisters. I'm going to search Kansas City because I know I saw it this morning. Uh, when I can get oh, field no, Raymar, section for three fifteen. Raymark Dinglis is from Ooh, Kansas on the City, floor like. three fifteen. Two oh, tickets seated together three. Two tickets for three fifteen. Well, three fifteen each. But I'm saying that's still, yeah, I want for them next, to, next to each other. That's still not terrible. So you can get that. Yeah, that's I know. I know 50. Drake's right now are like eight hundred dollars a piece or something. It row cost. five is three twenty eight. Wow, that ain't bad at all. Why are you? Why, somebody should have told these girls about StubHub. Well, that's where they're talking about. They they mentioned uh, StubHub and like uh, you know tickets that are being sold, um, you know, on the secondhand market or resale market, whatever you call it. But I saw there was someone here from Kansas City, and it wasn't those sisters. I guess it's uh, who is this person? Oh, Raymark Dingless. He wanted to avoid the hassle of buying tickets in the U.S. after he saw what happened to Taylor Swift. And when she announced her heiress tour and Ticketmaster dropped the ball, quote, the Taylor Swift thing was kind of traumatizing, he said. I was not going to risk it, he added. That's why he decided to fly from Kansas City to Hamburg, Germany, so he and his partner could watch the very first Beyonce concert. It was easy. I didn't have to compete with millions of fans or whatever. And so and so I didn't have to wait for a code or anything. I was mm. just one and done. And the other person, the guy at the beginning that we listened to, he said that he tried to use a pre-sale code over and over and it wasn't working. Okay. Couldn't get it to work. So he at least tried. Looks like the guy from Kansas City saying, I didn't even try it because I saw what happened with Taylor Swift. Yeah. But I, it cost me, I, I'm going to see uh, Billy Idol tomorrow. Oh, it cost here me you go. The, the Beehive. Yeah, the Beehive. A Beehive ticket is $3,712. Okay. Yeah, like VIP, yeah. Yeah, so this guy Beach. got it for. Yeah. This guy if that's what it is, the Beehive, is that what they want to get into? Yeah. That's like what her fan base is called. Says he bought a VIP or a ticket in the VIP section for four hundred dollars. Oh, that's a huge difference. And it says uh they've but saved here nearly tickets three thousand. Well, I don't know what the beehive is, because this says beehive for one of them. Yeah. And this other one says gives you access to a private VIP bar. Hmm. So that could be even And more. you can get that for eight hundred. Hmm. So maybe that's what he got. I don't know. They said that his tickets on the second hand or the resale market were fifteen hundred. The ones that that guy bought for four hundred. Then this other person said that they said they saved nearly three thousand dollars on VIP seats by flying to France instead of going to see the show and I think they were in New York. This must be a bar that they have there, the way I read it. Paperless ticket for eight hundred and ten bucks. Paperless ticket, standing room. Tickets give you access to a private VIP bar and unrestricted view. Eight hundred bucks each. So it says here, well, I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> Beyonce tour marks the first time that she's done a world tour since 2018. In the U.S., tickets are more affordable in Midwestern venues like Kansas City, where it'll only cost you $70, including fees for the cheapest nosebleed seats. Mm. In New York City, the cheapest seat at MetLife Stadium from a reseller is $270 plus another $50 in fees. Mm. That's why fans said they have to act fast if they want to see the Queen perform. I can't believe you want part of these message boards, Snow Cone. If you don't have a passport, uh, you know, go to Kansas City, I guess. Get a ticket here. Apparently, it's a lot cheaper. Definitely a lot cheaper than New York. They said with fifty dollars in fees, that's still I'm surprised at that price. Seventy dollars plus fifty dollars for the VIP bar area. Yeah, that's you better have some life experience there. You can buy a pretty nice TV for eight hundred bucks. Well, it's not the Beehive. Yeah, the Beehive. That's when it gets into the three thousand. Three thousand. Well, that's three thousand here. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm saying one of them was at least fifteen hundred dollars on the resale market, and they someone else said three thousand according to this article. Well. 
It, on StubHub, the Beehive's 3200 The mm-hmm. VIP bar by itself, that's 800 mm-hmm. Okay. But I don't know what more you get with the Beehive as maybe opposed a to a VIP meet. bar. Yeah, maybe you get to meet her. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. But, I mean, $1,500, $400. I'm still surprised, honestly, that he was able to fly to Sweden. I like the idea of a, a hotel, VIP but... bar, but I'm also like 800 bucks. That's a lot that's of money. Lot. It's a lot, but if it's somebody you love, like if you saved up for it. But then yeah. the thing is, like, how many people do you allow... In, in this VIP bar. Am I still going to be waiting in line? Because if I get to the VIP bar and it's 10 deep, I'm going to be pissed. Is yes. it an open bar? Right, or is it, yeah. 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 I, it better be great. You better be a huge fan to spend that kind of money to go to a concert. I know we're spoiled because we got to go to so many concerts right. over the years for free. But still, if, I, if there was someone I really just wanted to see, and I was like, man, I want to see this person. I don't know if I'll get another chance. Then I'd buy a ticket that's somewhere back, you know, doesn't have to be the worst ticket, but I can buy a ticket that doesn't cost me $1,000 and say I saw the person. Well, I mean, I was telling you, you could get on, on the field, fifth row, for 100, what right. was it, 120 bucks, 180 mm-hmm. bucks or mm-hmm. something. It wasn't yeah. that much. Right. I would much rather Maybe do that. Maybe 300 risk, something like around fifth that. fifth row for like 300 or yeah, something. So. But if you're wealthy, too, you know, I don't know if you're a wealthy person. I mean, and if you're just like, I want she's to see one of your favorite artists, then it's probably worth it. I right, mean, if you I have the money, you have the money. Everything's relative. There's probably somebody who's like, I wouldn't spend 50 bucks to see anything. Right. Because, you know. Of course. I could have bought more expensive tickets to see Billy Idol. They had like VIP things like, oh, which one do I get? Which one do I get? So I think I just got like general admission. And for two of them, I think it, the total for two tickets with my taxes and everything was like 250 bucks. I was surprised by how much it was. Mm-hmm. I guess concerts are expensive. I haven't had to pay for them for a long time. Yeah. So, But it is what it is. If you're a big fan and you've been thinking about you this, you probably have the money set aside. Last time I was here, he put me on the list. I know. I know. I thought I would do <laughs> it the right way. I wasn't going to haggle anyone. Well, do I it would... the right way for something less than 125 bucks. Right. I know. I know. George Santos indicted on 13 counts. This guy seems to lie about a lot of stuff. Yep. A lot of stuff. Santos has still not answered how he was able to donate more than a half a million dollars to his campaign after earning just 55000 two years earlier. And he's also facing allegations that he illegally used campaign funds to pay for personal expenses like rent. The congressman said he worked for Goldman Sachs and Citigroup. He didn't. <coughs> that he graduated from college. Not true. That his grandparents survived the Holocaust and his mother was in the 9-11 attacks. All of that a lie. Jesus. But they're not going after him for those lies. They're going after him There's for a lot more the cooking the books up. Did you use campaign money to... Buy, uh, buy stuff, yeah. Get, get a haircut. Whatever. Did you, did you? Yeah. Things that you're not supposed to spend it on. Did? Where did you get this money for these um, charitable organizations? There was one guy who, like, I think he raises military, you know, PTSD dogs or something. Talking about um, how Santos yeah. and guaranteed the the money stuff. and he never got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there's that money that she just talked about that was given to the charity. Like, how did? Where did you get this money if you only made fifty five thousand? That's interesting because we just talked about the free speech thing for so long, and you can lie about yourself. When you lie about yourself when you're running for office? I know. It's weird. Yeah, apparently so. It says he surrendered to custody You would think morning. that would be some sort of fraud. Yeah. He's been charged with seven counts of wire fraud, three counts of money laundering, and one count theft of public uh, funds, two counts of making materially false statements to the House of Representatives. I guess you can't do that. And to the Justice Department. So I guess hmm. you can't lie to them. He pleaded not guilty during an 11-minute hearing and was Which released crazy on a because they lie to you, Whatever. Right. Santos must submit to uh, pretrial services, having random monitoring in his home, surrender his passport, and any travel outside New York State and Washington, D.C. must be pre-approved by the court. He's due in court again on June 30th. I mean, this guy, did, did he think he was going to get away with it? I'm always amazed by these people. I mean, you, you did just so started many things. and can't stop. Like, I guess you're pathological. But I would think, like, if I was running, there's things maybe you fib about. And I'm sure everybody does. But, like, you're 
grandparents survived the Holocaust? That's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. Like, maybe you're like, they'll never know, but it seems like they could look up your grandparents. Right, exactly. So maybe that's one where you're kind of, you're walking the line here, right? And you're like, man, they're not going to find out. And then when they're like, well... Nobody found out. Well, let's just tell my work for Goldman Sachs. Right. Like to me, like that, like just your going. resume would be massive. Like yeah. I would just assume if I ran for election, if I ran just for mayor of Overland Park, I feel like they would look at my resume and be like, "Well, where did he work?" Yeah, of course. Like to me, that would be like I know they're going to look at my of course of where I worked exactly. They may not look into my family. It's over in park, but they might. You know yeah. what? Probably not. Lie. Don't BS about that. Depends on how big the resume is. If right. your resume is so astonishing, then people start to go, "Is this true?" You know, it's one thing if you lie about, and also lying about the Holocaust and nine eleven. To me, that's sociopathic stuff. That's like, I don't know. You you don't lie about that stuff. If you start lying about that stuff, mm-hmm. I, I feel like you may lack empathy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Just like, what's your? You're totally I'm narcissistic trying, yeah. in your motivations. Trying to get votes for sure. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, and you know his defense to all of this is just like Trump's. Like this is a witch hunt. This is a witch hunt. That's what he's saying. Well, I mean, they'll be able to. Hunt? Yeah, I mean, it looks pretty obvious that you've been lying well, about all this he stuff. He said it. Right. If they have him on tape saying I worked at Goldman Sachs and then he didn't work at Goldman Sachs, that's pretty easy. I guess my grandparents surviving the Holocaust would be harder to prove if they're not alive. Right, but I think they're going after him for the. Money I know, but I'm just saying, stuff. like the other yeah. stuff, like the Goldman Sachs, They've or the money, that whatever. Stuff's right. BS. He just the, doesn't the stuff that they might not be able to prove. I guess they're not even going after him right. for. They're you going know? after the money stuff. I don't know if you're allowed to go after him for the. 9-11. 9-11 and the work at Goldman Sachs and all that. Right. Maybe if you say it to Congress or the Justice Department, if they ask. Because they said that he's in trouble for lying. I don't know what exactly he lied to them about, but I assume it has to do with money. Because they said this morning that what they're going after him for is the money stuff, the bookkeeping. Mm-hmm. So, all right, we got to take a break. We'll come back and finish Doomscrolling. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? We're getting ready to finish Doomscrolling coming up, and I've got a big, big story to tell mm-hmm. you guys. I feel like if you'd heard about it, you would have already been discussing it. Um, we would have been discussing it. It involves AI. I don't know if you guys have seen big AI news today, Mm-mm. but it, it's so big that one of the people who's considered the godfather of AI, one of these researchers who's been there since the beginning, he has now quit. He has stepped down and said, all right, I'm done. I'm retiring. He wants to go join the growing chorus of AI researchers who are warning about the dangers to humanity posed by his own work. And the the, the new thing today I mean, this is it. We talked about AI being a game changer because it can write a letter for you, write your homework paper, whatever. That's big. It can answer all these questions. This is even bigger than that. And the fact that they're saying this is actually already being done, this is crazy. And I'll explain it. Do you have any guesses what it's doing, what it's able to do now? Oh, I mean, I thought movie scripts were big because of the writer's strike. Mm -hmm. This This would be absolutely monumental in human history if this is true and it's actually working which it sounds like it is, it's scary. It's a, it's a little bit scary. It could be exciting too, I guess, but it's, it's scary. I'll explain when we finish okay. going coming up. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right. All right. We're finishing doom scrolling. Oh, I did mention that uh, uh, Fort Hood was changing its name, right? Yeah. I think you looked it up. I don't remember if this was off the air on the air. The Fort Hood off was named air, after a Confederate soldier or whatever. Mm-hmm. So... They're changing the name. It's pretty cool. It's known as the Great Place, a reference to the base's size and armored might. But tonight, this Texas military installation has a new name. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fort Cavazos, Texas. Fort Cavazos, named for Army General and Mexican-American Richard Cavazos. General Cavazos was a proven combat leader who repeatedly demonstrated courage, selfless service, 
and an irrepressible warrior spirit. That'd be cool if they named a base after you, right? Like a naval base awesome. or a ship? The USS Laszlo? Mm. Oh, man. I mean, what names are they using for new ships now? I can't even imagine. They've yeah. used up all the presidents. They states. Do they have cities. An, do they have an Obama? Is, I know. I know they have a Reagan. Right, there's a Reagan. I guess I don't know about a Clinton. There's a Bush. Bush has got stuff named after him, right? H.W. I feel like he does at least. Maybe not. I'm pretty sure he has stuff named after him. Maybe he has a CIA. USS Obama. The CIA building might be named after Bush. an aircraft carrier. There is? There's an Mm -hmm. Obama? Did you hear that, Sokol? There's a USS Obama. Where are you seeing that? I'm looking, too. He says he's looking at it. I see building a future aircraft carrier. Oh, well, maybe that's it. It I just looked at the headline. USS Obama, the next supercarrier? Question mark. Okay. That's what I see, yeah. Building a future aircraft carrier. That'd be crazy. Well, okay, so then they get Obama, they get Trump, whatever. But what about Laszlo? They have a Jimmy Carter. Laszlo was in the Navy. Carter wasn't in the Navy, to my knowledge. He was in the... He might have been. Something. Oh, yeah, he might have been in the Navy. He was in the actually. Navy, I Was think. it the Navy? Okay. Did he... Is he still alive? He's still alive, huh? Man, oh, man. That is crazy. They, they told us like two months ago that... You know, he was going to die any day. He graduated from the U.S. Naval Academy in 1946. Okay, so he, he can have one named after him. He was a president and he was in the Navy. But Lazo was on the radio and in the Navy. That's true. That's worth something. I, I feel like it should be worth something. Tucker Carlson, big news. They should name a vote after Tucker Carlson, too. The USS Tucker Carlson. Yeah, that actually sounds good. The USS Tucker. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. It's a good name. Tucker Carlson has announced his new show. You want to know where to watch it? I'm about to tell you. He's about to tell you. Starting soon, we'll be bringing a new version of the show we've been doing for the last six and a half years to Twitter. Oh. We bring some other things, too, which we'll tell you about. But for now, we're just grateful to be here. Free speech is the main right that you have. Yes. Without it, you have no others. Agreed. Agreed. The main right that you have. Without it, you have no others. Got to have free speech, and that's why he's going to do a show on Twitter and complain about M&Ms. It's important, man. This is important stuff. A Twitter hmm. show. I thought he might get picked up by somebody somewhere. I figured he'd be doing radio. You know, like talk radio in the afternoons and simulcasts across the country or whatever. Yeah. That's what I figured he'd be doing. I don't know. Does O'Reilly still do a radio show or is he, he just does done? a podcast, doesn't he? Oh, is that like all? his own thing? He's still writing books, right? Because I feel like I see him at the library pop up, Bill O'Reilly books. So he must still be writing them unless they're just, I don't know, republishing them. I think he's still writing books. But I guess he did kind of go away. What was O'Reilly's thing? What? I remember the loofah back in the early aughts, but mm-hmm. why did they get rid of him? Do you remember? There were, I, I know don't. that there were different allegations against him, but I don't even remember the final thing that caused him to lose his job. I don't think it was the loofah thing. No, 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 because that was years and years ago. I mean, he got way popular after that. Let me see. Why? I don't know how to spell O'Reilly. Did Bill? Bill O'Reilly struck a $32 million agreement with longtime network analyst to settle sexual harassment allegations. Okay. Well, I just... Uh, I'm. Oh, and I typed in Bick O'Reilly, so that's going to be a problem. Anyhow, AI. We've been talking about it. As a matter of fact, I was just using AI earlier, Laszlo. I was asking AI to write a letter to our boss. What? What are you looking at? Bill O'Reilly's allegations? Okay. Do you remember any of them? What are they? Well, this is just, here are some of the things Bill O'Reilly has done, allegedly to the women he worked with throughout his two decades at Fox News. Approaching an African-American woman whose desk was near his, referring to her as, as hot chocolate. And grunting like a wild boar. Okay. Mm. Uh, there was something. There's got to be something we remember. The loofah thing. He, I think he settled. Did she have a lawsuit and he settled? I, I, I feel it because that was that was early 2000s when he, that happened. He told one lady that she needed to buy a vibrator 
and then listen to him uh, tell her the details of his alleged sexual encounters with a cabana masseuse, an airline stewardess, and a Thai sex show worker. Okay, this says he was fired from Fox in 2017 after the New York Times reported that he and the network had paid millions to settle sexual harassment lawsuits filed against him over the years. The allegations included making lewd comments, unwanted sexual advances, and threatening to retaliate against women who complained about his behavior. His firing came after a massive advertiser boycott and public pressure on Fox News to take action. O'Reilly denied the allegations and claimed he was a victim of a hit by a left-wing cabal. There you go. That's what AI said. I asked AI earlier, Lazo, to write a letter to the boss saying I'm sick, right? Yeah. Says, I'm writing this, dear boss, I'm writing this letter to inform you that I will not be at work today due to illness. I've been feeling unwell since last night, and I've had a fever, headache, and sore throat. I think it's best for me to stay home and rest and avoid spreading any germs to my colleagues. I apologize for any inconvenience this may cause, and I hope to recover soon. I'll keep you updated on my condition, blah, blah, blah. Then I asked to do the same thing in the style of the Duplass brothers, the okay. directors, right? So, here it is. I'm really sorry to do this to you, but I can't come in today. I'm feeling super crappy, and I don't want to get anyone else sick. You know how much I love working for you and the team, but I need to take care of myself right now. I hope you're not mad at me and that you can find someone to cover for me. I promise I'll make it up to you when I get better. Maybe we can grab a beer or something and talk about the new project that we're working on. That would be awesome. Now, I asked it to write the same letter in the style of Laszlo in Kansas City. You want to hear it? Yeah. What's up, man? That's what it says. What's up, man? Hey, I hate to be this guy, but I am not feeling so hot today. I think I caught something from that sketchy taco truck we went to yesterday. You know the one with the guy who looked like he hadn't showered in a week? That's the one. So I'm going to have to bail on work today and stay in bed. Don't worry. I'm sure it's nothing serious. Just a little stomach bug or something. I'll be back tomorrow. Good as new. Unless I die, in which case you can have my stapler. Sorry for the inconvenience, dude. I know you were counting on me to finish that report or whatever, but hey, look on the bright side. At least you don't have to listen to me rant about politics and sports all day. That's got to be a relief, right? Anyway, thanks for being cool and understanding you're a great boss and a good friend. That's pretty good. That's not bad. That's pretty That's good. Not bad. So we know AI can do this stuff. You know, you can that's pretty good. I mean, day. I might, in my head, erase one sentence there, and right. that's it. But it even started with, what's up, man? Yeah. That's how they started the that, letter. That's how most of my emails I know. start. What's up, man? So AI knows a lot about us, clearly. Okay. And if you've toyed you around it with from it. from you. Did you do it from you? I haven't yet, but I can give it a shot. I don't know if it'll know who I am. I keep a pretty Please. low profile. Please. But there's new news when it comes to AI, Lazo, and this is really big news. Forget about writing school papers or letters to your boss telling you that you're sick or responding to emails, putting things in QuickBooks. That's all fine and dandy. This is huge, groundbreaking stuff that, if it's true, will change all of our lives from here on out. Now, for this study, scientists at UT Austin created a 3D view of a person's brain while they listened, watched, or imagined a story. Researchers say the AI was able to read the brainwaves and translate all of that into English and turn it into what looks like inner dialogue. Okay, I don't know if you caught that, but AI can read your mind now. So they've been doing these MRIs, and they're letting the AI watch uh, what happens to the brain when it, when you talk about certain things, what parts of the brain light up, what parts of the brain are underactive, overactive. I don't understand it, but they right. do give you a little visual, and it's a picture of a brain, and it goes I've pink and blue mean. and whatever. Okay. Four things, you know, things start yeah, yeah. sparkling. Yeah, so the AI is watching this, and apparently it's learned enough. And they say it's using, like, a at least partially chat GPT brains. And it's been watching these brains, and it has now been able to take the thoughts that people are having and dictate them, boom, into words, write out what the person is thinking. They say they have trained AI to recreate a story from the brain and potentially read your mind. How crazy is that? Imagine a lie detector test that the police would have if they're reading your, your brain. Now, maybe judges will say, hey, uh, AI brain readers are not admissible in court, which I hope they would. Because they've done that with uh, lie detector tests. 
but it doesn't mean that cops couldn't still use it. So if you did commit a crime and you got hooked up to the AI mind reader, all they'd have to do is ask you questions like, where's the body? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, don't think about it. Too bad. The AI is like, yeah, it's know. in a river. It's in a river. And there's like, what city's it in? Like, oh, God, don't say it. And AI is like, he just said Lee Summit. You know what I mean? And they're going to be able to get that information potentially just from asking you these questions. Doesn't even have to be admissible in court, whether or not you did it or it's reading your mind and saying that you're a good person or a bad person. Just the fact that it could help these police solve crimes because they're going to know exactly what you know and what you did as soon as they ask you about it. That is crazy. Even if the judge says not admissible in court to use that, doesn't matter. They found the body. Now they got the evidence against you. They know where you hid the money. They know whatever. I mean, well, we don't know. Will they be able to make you do that? I don't know. They can't make you take a polygraph, right? Right. But for some reason, people still do it. I don't understand why. If you don't have anything to hide, just strap that AI machine to your head. Right. Yeah, exactly. Are they going to be able to get warrants? Like they search your house? Are they going to be able to say, we think this person's a threat. Yes, it's not admissible in court, but we have a warrant to search his brain. I don't think that's so crazy to think that they could get a warrant to search your brain. That the cop, that the judge could say... That feels like a legal search and seizure. Here's a warrant. Well, if they have reason to believe, right? right? Like, hey, we think this person's a danger. Think he killed someone. We need to see what's in his mind. I could absolutely see a judge saying you're allowed to search his brain. You're allowed to hook him up to that thing and ask him questions. They're allowed to come into your house and search for evidence. They're allowed to go into your car if they get a warrant. Why couldn't they get a warrant to search your brain? Especially if they think you're a danger. Allowed to go in your body, right? Get DNA, so yep. they go in your body. Yep. And they search your body. They search you for drugs if you're hiding stuff. They can strip search you and look at you, right? So why couldn't they say mm-hmm. we're going to put you in this MRI and we're going to ask AI some questions? You're just going to have to lay here. I think that is not crazy to assume that a judge or judges in the future will say, "Yeah, just get a warrant for that. Here's a warrant. Go search his brain." You know, the wife is dead. The guy is suspicious, or the wife is missing. They're, all, they're suspicious of the husband, but they, they can't figure anything out. He's not talking. They search his home. They find a little bit of evidence. They tell the judge, we know this is the guy. Here's why we know, but we don't have enough to prosecute yet. And we're worried his wife might still be alive somewhere. We think he could be detaining her, or he may have killed her. We're not sure. And the judge says, here's a warrant. Search yeah, it certainly would pose a lot of problems here. Right? Yeah. Lawyers and courts and judges, right? Yeah. All of these things. But they certainly will do it against terrorists, yeah. suspected terrorists, right? Yes. Like, hey, we need to find out if there's more bombs. And I, those, I can absolutely, absolutely see a judge saying, you know what, sign it off. Yeah. Sign it off. They don't have rights. All those people that got waterboarded? Right? Yeah. All, yeah. All those black box interrogation rooms yeah. in other countries. That we send our FBI agents to so that they CIA, don't have to FBI. follow the laws of our country. Yeah, good stuff. Bad stuff, right? Yep. So what they did in this study, Lazo, by the way, I mentioned this earlier, but one of the guys who, uh, they call him one of the fathers of AI, this researcher, he said, I'm done. After this brain reading thing happened, he's like, all right, I'm done. He retired. He was working with Google to help them with their AI stuff. And he said, I'm done. He went to join a bunch of other researchers who are starting this coalition to warn people about the dangers of AI. They want to warn the public and politicians and business leaders about the dangers of AI. And so that's what he decided to do. I guess this mind reading thing might have been the last straw for him. But what they did in this one was they put you in this machine. Then they asked people to like they would show them things. They might watch um, a movie, watch uh, a a show, something like that. Or they would tell them to imagine certain things. Well, they have to do that for everybody like 
to see what it's what you're thinking. I think it would be like an MR or like a polygraph. I think they would ask you questions. I think they would say, "Where's the body?" And, and you try not to think about it. Be able to spit out that information. So, I'm I'm a little confused, but I'm also an idiot. Well, me too. So here's what it said: it did already, which is crazy. The AI was able to accurately predict what the story was about by reading only the participants' brainwaves. So well, you it show, can pick out language. Yes, so it can pick out what you're thinking. This type of technology could one day help people who have lost the ability to communicate, the scientists of the project said. For a non-invasive method, this is a real leap forward compared to what's been done before, which is typically single words or short sentences. So you know, think about the criminal aspects of it, but what about the medical aspects of it? How so? Well, what if you were able to put this thing up to people who have locked in or in a coma? Well, that's what they're talking about. Yeah. yeah. That's what they're advertising this as. People who can't communicate, this could be huge for them. They'll be able right. to... Right. I guess in my mind, I was thinking when you said people who can't communicate, maybe that'd be, you know, people who couldn't speak, but, but not it, someone who's in a coma. Oh, well, in a coma, Where you'd be yeah. able to say, like... What they're dreaming? Or maybe, like, hey, I'm in here. Yeah, if you're, if right? you're actually like, lucid, right. you just can't move, yeah, that would be good. That would know. be insane. ALS, you know, people right. lose the ability to speak and they have to communicate with some sort of device, computer. Now this could just do it for them. I mean, how crazy is that? And, of course, the thing that everyone leaps to... the the researchers are like, look at this. This will be great for people with disabilities. But the media, of course, is going, this thing read their brain. Police are going to use this. They're going to, you know, the government's going to use this. I mean, it's good and bad this. with everything. I mean, really, it's exciting for people, for people you know, who for can't medical, well, yeah. any type of, you know, people, you know, in medicine, it's exciting, right? It AI, could be a million AI different in general things. is, yeah. But obviously, you know, with everything great, there's something bad. The legal ramifications of what that is. Yep. But also, like we said, you know, I mean, yeah, I, you know, obviously, it's a big discussion because, you know, can you strap this thing onto a terrorist and find out where else right. the bombs have been planted? Is that mm -hmm. legal? Mm-hmm. Does it matter? Is it more important? The CIA would tell you those interrogation tactics or, you know, it's more important to save the lives than to follow the laws. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I mean, think about it, even if they're following the laws here with regular civilians. I do think that you could get a warrant, that a judge would sign off on a warrant that says, see what he knows. If, see if you can figure out what he knows. See if you can figure out anything useful. Go ahead. Here's a warrant. It seem like it would be like, that should be, you know. I, you're right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you can get a warrant to get someone to, to compel them to do a polygraph. I've never actually heard of that. So maybe mm -hmm. people, maybe lawyers right now, if they heard this, would be like, no, no, no. You can't compel them to take a polygraph, then they're not going to be able to compel you to, you know. But they know the percentage of false readings with a polygraph. They'd have to come up with this. If this thing's 99.9% .9 accurate. Right. Well, just if it works, if they're trying to solve a case and they figure out information that helps them, oh, this is where this is the car. This is what he did. He used a gun. This right. is where the, this is the city they were in. I feel like you could have someone whose job it is, just like a polygraph examiner, your job is to do these MRI, AI mind reading things, and you ask them certain questions to try and get them to think these thoughts that will pick up uh, or get picked up by AI. Just like you're telling people the story, they're thinking of the story, AI picks up on it and predicted it accurately. So now you just have these questions that you know to ask them. Yeah. I know you know where your wife is. I want you to picture where she's at. Ooh. Don't picture it, right? Yeah. It's going to be hard not to. And maybe there'll be people that can uh, beat the machine, just like people who beat the polygraph. But Man, that would be hard. It's crazy to think. Sitting in an MRI and AI is reading your mind. What if your spouse asked you to do it? You go to like couples therapy and your wife's like, I think he cheated on me. 
And he just, he's not talking about, it. he says he didn't do it, but he was acting suspicious. And I would feel a lot better if he would just sit down and let ChatGPT look at him real quick. I mean, no, no. I'm sorry, hon. We don't do that in this relationship. We already said at the beginning of this relationship, no AI mind reading. We're just like not looking at each other's phones. This is just, this is something we don't do. We don't do AI mind reading. Man. Somebody's going to do it. Some, some guy's going to get suckered into it. He's going to think he can beat the machine. She's going to start asking questions, and he's going to be busted. Busted. You, you can see that Man. happening. Imagine if the technology gets smart enough, which it would have to, it just gets on your phone, right? The device you're carrying around. And you say, let me see, your, let me, let me see your, what you're thinking real quick. No, honey. No, no, no. Let me see real quick. No, we said we wouldn't do this. Yeah, well, I'm nah, we'll come in handy, too, though, when you're like, what's wrong? And she's like, nothing. And you're like, well, AI says this is what's bothering you. Yeah, but, you know, that's never really the issue. Like, right, what, but it would be cool. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> but what's bothering you is always so stupid anyway. I don't even need to know. I just know that you're angry at something stupid, and I can't do anything to fix it. Well, maybe it. AI will tell you that. Well, maybe AI could say, this is how you fix it. Or maybe I, AI would just be like, don't worry about stupid. Yeah, if AI gets to know you, if it's on your phone and it knows you really well, right. if it can write a letter in the style of Lazo already, maybe it gets to know you when it's on your phone, and then you can ask your phone, hey, I think Spencer's mad at me. What could I say to Spencer to make him feel better and not be mad at me today? He says, hey, he's upset about this, what you did yesterday. Mm -hmm. You need to apologize to him and give him 50 bucks. And he'll 50 be, bucks? 50 bucks. And he'll be happy. And then, boom, I'm like, I got it solved. AI knew I'll exactly the other what's way. wrong. What can I do to make Snowcone feel bad? <laughs> yeah. There'd be a lot of I've that. been trying all day. How can I it's like, no, you got him earlier. Well, he does feel bad. But if you want to make it worse. <laughs> you want to make him cry. I want to make him actually cry. How do I make Snowcone cry? And he'll say, just do this. Mm -hmm. All right. Warning. Warning. Chat GPT says Are we done? We're do done? We're done. We're done. Chat GPT says we're done. We're out of time. All right. Good show, Bill O'Reilly. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero.
Toyota, let's go places.